Welcome to the show. Today is part three. It's part three. Of what? Of the uh, Big Zesty California Coast Trip. Tripping with Jack. Okay. Yeah, or tripping with Zesty, I don't know. Haven't figured all this out yet. Still new. Um, so, you know, we went. I, I went on this trip. You went off and did your familia thing over there in uh, Yellowstone. Mm. And I was here uh, to go California tripping. California yep. dreaming. Actually, I played that song on the, on the trip. I was on the trip there and I was like, hmm. It's very apropos. Yeah, I thought so. I think I was in Ventura when I played that. Mm. So um, the, the part three of this is the best part for me. Uh, I went through, I mean, the first day was all up in the coast, Morro Bay, Pismo, Blah, blah, blah. Second day, I was in, uh, what was that? San Fran, Moon, uh, Half Moon Bay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monterey is the morning, uh, or the, actually the day of Monterey. And you ended up in Fremont. Ended up in Fremont. Yeah. Cigar Lounge, mm-hmm. party on excellent. Mm-hmm. I did a little bit of that market broiler action. Mm-hmm. Had a little, what was that called? The uh, um, Salmon Oscar? Yeah, I think that's what it was. No, oh, yeah. The- yeah. The yeah, dish. salmon Oscar, yeah, and had a couple of uh, blue cheese uh, martinis at the old uh, market brother. No, the way. What else? That was about it. Yeah, and then I went to the hotel, had my little row. I listened to it, and um, before I fell asleep, <laughs> and then the next morning I woke up and headed out to a spot. God, I wish I knew the name now. Good lordy. You don't know the name. No, man. That's right. I had coffee in the head coffee and a croissant sandwich in Fremont. Um, hop, skip, and a jump coffee shop? I'm not sure. So dumb. Sorry. <laughs> uh, right. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. Okay. Hippity hop. Oh, was it the one that was, you told me about Scotch Anonymous? Indian? It was, a, it was an East Indian coffee house. Okay. Where I had the East Indian coffee. Yeah. Traditional. In those little tins, and um, it was really good. Good, good, yeah, different. I mean, it was good and different, but you know, again, a little. I think a little watery for me. You know, oh, I, I guess I like. Um, you like I, a dark. I like a dark, robust coffee. Lots of lots of body, mm-hmm. lots of flavors and stuff, and a little isn't bit that, of cream. Isn't that how some of these other coffees are, like um, Colombian or um, Cuban or something? They would be really rich like that well that's why you know espresso beans that's why you typically have some kind of a special drink with um you know a little bit of cream and that uh i'll remember the name in a minute so we i went over there and then i was headed off to have lunch or sorry brunch with my friend uh over there we were supposed to have dinner didn't work out oh that's right and then um i decided to go off to uh brunch uh-huh. now i didn't realize at the time but it was um an old friend's aunt who i'd met 15 years ago um she was going to be joining us no problem i just didn't know so i get there i get to the spot and we end up going to this place called uh skates on the bay in uh, just outside of it's in san fran and um i'd never been to this but i heard that this is an old play old place different names over the years and it was going to be like a chart house Right. And it was in this, it was in a weird place for me, actually, because it was in Berkeley. Okay. And um, it was uh, just on the water. 
it was a bit of a gray day, so it wasn't exactly hot or great or anything. But I mean, it wasn't a good Typical. view. Typical. Yeah, day. sure, sure, sure. I don't rub it in because you know how much I like it. No, but I'm saying that's just that's a typical day in sure, sure. And Canada. and it was, you know, okay, here it is. Hopping beans. Hopping beans coffee house. Okay. And it was recommended me uh, to one of the guys at the cigar lounge the night before. So I um I went in there, had a little coffee, ended up having a sandwich, uh croissant sandwich. You know, it was it was delicious. Um the coffee was interesting, you know. Would I order it again? No. No, um, because I think it was more about the cup and the container that it came in than it was the coffee itself. Not that it wasn't delicious or good or whatever. It was just, you know, hey, there's other coffee choices, you know. Uh, if I had my choice, I'd have a flat white or something, you know, at a spot, you know, a nice coffee house. Some of those ones we, in Culver City we've been going to lately. Oh. Ooh, I want to try this one. I uh, just did a show yesterday with uh, the owners of Elote in uh, Escondido, and his brother owns a coffee house in Vista. California, and I want to go check that out because I heard it's delicious. What's it called? Mm. Oh, El Café with a K. Okay. Yeah. And in Vista. I heard they're doing some experimental stuff over there. Is that so? Yeah. Experiment. Well, they're just, you know, they're infusing flavors and, you know, trying different things. A little R&D action, you know, which is always good. That's my favorite thing, a little R&D. You know what I mean? who knew a jalapeno puree and a coffee sounds, it would be good. But that's what we're going to try next time. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. So I uh, stopped in there. Had a, It was a cool little place. It was actually uh, built about the turn of the century. And they were kind of going with it. You know, the, they had a lot of uh, really ornamental. Uh, there was a mirror, like a, almost like a bar on this one wall. And it had this frame with these posts, columns, and all this jazz. And they had kind of gone with it. You know, it was they couldn't alter the building because of its age, because it was an antique building, you know, vintage from the turn of the last century. So they really couldn't modify it too much. And I was just suggesting, you know what? Go with it. You know, lean into it. You know what oh, I mean? You were suggesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying because, you know, they were kind of going a little dip, a bit of a different direction, more contemporary. Mm-hmm. You know, they were kind of trying to take this old structure, right? That was already beautiful. And then they, they kind of painted it a certain way, uh, so it looked a little more ornamental. And then the um, the uh, they had put like pictures of coffee beans, big walls of beans. I'm like, well, you know, I was just saying, look, you already have the, the roof was that tin roof, you know, inside where they have the little, those squares with all the little design in it. The whole roof was that, and then the wall, the the bar area was kind of you know ornamentally painted, but it was like old, you know. Um, you could see all the roof pillars and the brick wall. And I was just saying, you know what? You should go, go, go urban, right? Go city and go lean into that industrial flavor, mm-hmm. you know, don't fight it. Yeah. You know, because you, you, I know you want to influence your jammy jam, but I think my suggestion would be, you know, lean into that baby, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's already awesome. It's already got that, that old flavor. It's got that old smell and you can't repeat it. You're never going to get that back again. It, it can't be recreated. You know what I mean? If you went to a, if you said, I want to create that, you know, myself and repeat that flavor, it would be very hard. So why not? Why fight it? You know, don't, uh, don't mess around. So anyways, uh, interesting coffee, interesting sandwich. Well, so a little later. Good sandwich. Good sandwich. Yeah. What did I say? Interesting. Well, you know, was it something like, oh, got to go all the way to Fremont to get it. No, (laughs) no, no. Um, It was good. You know, it's a good sandwich, but was it like you know revolutionary? 
you know, they're not doing this anywhere else. But, you know, for the area, like I said, see, that's the difference sometimes. You have an, a place that works really well because there's no competition. There's nothing like it in the area. They fill that that little void. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you're doing something extraordinary. You know what I mean? Where I'd be like, I got it. When I go back to town, that's what I'm going for, you know? So that's what I'm looking for. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So uh, did that, had a good little talk with them. Everything was a great time. Left, dropped some shirts on them. Bang, bang, little bottle openers. Hey, hey, next time you open a beer, you know. Um, then I go off to this place in, uh, you said it was in uh, Berkeley. Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <clears throat> you know, it's in the, Berkeley's, this area is really industrial. A lot of businesses there, build the old buildings. and Right business. there on the water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the one side, it's just city, regular city. Mm-hmm. And then right there you go across this, it's almost like, um, hmm, what other area we've been to where it's all pine trees? You know, and it used to be some sort of like, man, Fisherman's Wharf. You know, Fisherman's Wharf back in the day had a lot of pine trees. Yeah, right? Yes, it did. And and it, was, it would kind of rip up the streets a little bit. And yeah, that's why it had those uh, wooden walkways. There are certain places like um, this area was like, a, like along the water and it was paved at some point, you know, a long time ago. And the roots of the trees had kind of eroded the roads. Mm-hmm. So it was really treacherous getting to the restaurant. I mean, you oh, had to really? go. It was like this common area where they had other things going on like other you know as a park like an open uh, recreation area but then this restaurant was on the water you know, amidst this so i'd been there a while mm-hmm. so i but i'm telling you i was driving a subaru right and i was saying thank goodness any other car would have <laughs> i'd be bottoming out here uh I, there was a potholes that were sides of like uh you know three feet round you know the roots were coming up under the under the uh, the well, the tarmac, you know, and and pushing up the the uh, road. It was just it was rough. I had it was like driving a slalom on this road to get to this restaurant. Why do I not believe you? I, if uh-huh. that were the case, then why wouldn't I mean everybody went right? I mean, there's lots of people going there. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But it was a it's a long trek. Like from, as a matter of fact, there was a line getting into this parking lot. Oh, really? Yeah. So you had to go. You know, like you go into Fisherman's Wharf in Oceanside. You know how you have to go along that frontage road from the freeway? You get oh, off of yeah, there yeah, yeah. and you drive that long yeah. stretch along the freeway. Yeah. And then you go in down into this one little narrow road to get into the wharf. Mm-hmm. Same deal here. Okay. But uh, when you once you got into the parking lot, it seemed like the distance from the road to the restaurant on the edge of the thing was, it was treacherous, mm-hmm. man. It was long and treacherous. Bicycle riders in there, people walking, you know, like that. And then all these weird roads. I don't know. So I get in there. I see my friend. I remember his. Hey, how are you? Long time no see. We go into this chart house style restaurant. Yeah, you know, totally like, looks like yeah, uh, you know, the, a big, uh, you know, open area, tall ceilings, very, very nautical. I'm right? looking at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, nice. It's very, but uh, you, very americana. Oh, you can tell very much that it is hoity toity. <laughs> okay, everyone's you know trying. Oddly enough, though, back when I was young, my image of going to a hoity toity restaurant, people dressed for this. Mm-hmm. You know, they would. I didn't dress. I mean, I'd wore you know, uh, I think I wore pants and a sh- my, my normal Grubthusia shirt. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember going to a, to restaurants like a hoity toity spot that would be everybody dressed out. You know, nice shirt. Sure. You know, uh, the kids, you know, dressed the kids right, and, and the mom was looking all sparkly. You know, I remember, I, re- I kind of, re- you know, I want those days back. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the the days of, you know, there was always something special about it. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you you didn't, um, 
So it wasn't just, just way too casual. It just wasn't like going. It was like going to the Chili's. You know what I mean? Like some people were dressed in, you know, hoodies and some people were dressed in like me with a T-shirt. Some people. And then there were some people that were dressed to the nines. And it's you're like, see, I, I just, I don't know. Hmm. I see oftentimes I don't like the hoity-toity. I was you, know? say, you don't ever but, like to try. But that. I think the thing about it is, is there are times for it. And sure. I think that that's when, yeah. that's when things are, they set themselves apart because you now it's, you're going and you're the dress code and yeah. you have to look. A yeah. You're dressing way. out. Right. So, um, we sit down at the table right near the window along the water. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we have this long conversation chatting about what we're going to eat and, you know, oh, this place has known for this. And then I hear this story. I hear this story about, um, about how long it's been there since the 70s, I guess. And it's changed names in various ways, but it's the same thing. Um, the my, my buddy's aunt, she had been going since the 70s, since it opened. And I was, just, I was just loving the idea that, you know, she had been going to this place so long and, ha- and is able to basically be there, you know, and, and kind of relive some of those memories from the past. Mm-hmm. Because it's been there 50 years or 60 years, whatever it is. But it's, it's obviously changed its look a little bit. And it's changed. Maybe the, the menus change or the people who own it's changed. But yeah, it's still nice right. to be able to go and do that, right? Mm-hmm. And I have that same, same kind of thing with Tulpa in L.A., you know, my family's been going there since the dawn of creation, and um, I got the ability to go and share that with my with my family over the years, and I can still go there now. Mm-hmm. And it's nearly the same thing. As a matter of fact, my sister, uh, she posted a uh, picture um, on her Facebook of Talpa, right? And she said, get, she, I guess, you know, questioned her friends, guess where this is? And it was like Talpa, Talpa, because it hasn't really changed. Yeah. I mean, it's from the, I mean, you know, a little bit's changed here and there. But for the most part, it's still the same place, you know. And I love that. I love the tradition. I love that ability to go and reminisce a little, right? Well, you know what's funny, though? It's like if you had the fact that you've been there and it, the, you know it the way it is, mm-hmm. if you went to some new spot and it looked like that, you would hate it. So I find it interesting, though, that you're because... Well, uh, that's, that's an assumption. There. I don't think that's the case. I think if I went to a place that looked like that... And it was just kept the way you know, they, they keep it well. You know, they, they no, keep... but I mean, like we went to that place in Palma Valley and it mm-hmm. was very Mexican style. Um, you know what I mean? It well, had what that, is that authentic vibe of, uh, what are they called? Those, I, I don't those, know. Those things that you wear. Salapis? Yes. Yeah. That a lot of, on the mm. tablecloths, right? And all that. You know what I think the thing about it is, is that I think that when you go certain places, um, it feels forced to me, you know, like when they're, they're trying too hard, they're, they're, they're trying to recapture that flavor of a place they went to before. And when you try and repeat it, I don't know, sometimes I can see past the curtain. I see the wizard pulling the strings, you know? So anyways, um, we get over to this place. It's a, it's a nice, a big, broad opening, big tables. Yeah. Uh, Lots of seafood. Looks beautiful. Uh, lots of different, you know, uh, clams and oysters, oysters. and yeah. uh, mussel dishes, mussel pasta. We had this one great, uh, I, I was like kind of not, because I had eaten that sandwich. I wasn't super crazy hungry. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, hey, look, you know, order what you like. Mm-hmm. I'll have a bite, you know. And uh, let's. What, what, what do you recommend? I asked the server. Of course, the people that are with me are like, Really? Really, they're known for this. I'm like, well, let, let me just talk to the, <laughs> let me talk to the to the waiter here because I want to, 
get his take. And, and a weird part, a little reluctant to tell me. You know, again, sometimes people are, are really open to answering those questions. And some people are not, times they're not. What if they don't know? Like maybe that person well, hasn't had any yeah. real food there. So well, I'm, I'm just thinking, okay. And I'm just thinking. Um, don't you think you should know? You, you work there. <laughs> and your job is to recommend dishes to the patrons. Maybe you should. I, I don't know. Just, you know, I'm being, I'm being Jack again. Oh, Jack. <laughs> so, um, I, okay. So from the day before, or the day before that, I had had that marjoram cybrite in, um, in Pismo. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of feeling that Sauvignon Blanc vibe. Mm-hmm. So I said, Hey, you know, what do you have for Sauvignon Blanc? Okay. Bring me a glass. Thank you. And, and then, uh, we started ordering some apps. Because that's what I really want, what I like. I like to have an appetizer. Because an appetizer, you can, it's not an entree. It's not the main course. It's not uh, this massive uh, order that you're going to either love or hate. It's this thing that everybody can pick at. And if you don't like it, you just leave it, right? Mm -hmm. So I think I ordered this um, uh, eggplant uh, dip. Eggplant, spinach eggplant, I think is what it was. Mm. And uh, it was delicious. Great bread. Christini's. Mm-mm. So delicious. Uh, I think they ordered the uh, the mussel pasta or the, uh, what is it called? The, um, what is that one called? The chipino, the one where they have all the different uh, clams and mussels and things in it. Um, oh, they, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, you know, it was, it was generally good. Mm-hmm. Now, again, one of those situations where this probably doesn't exist very often. This scenario doesn't exist very often in this area, or maybe it does. But you know, the thing about it is, it just it wasn't special to me. I didn't, I didn't go. I wasn't going. Wow, I was going. Mm, it's good. Yeah, nice, nice place, nice experience. You know, the, the servers are dressed up. You know, you're in this waterfront jammy jam. Uh, it's cool. You know, but was I? Am I going to go back? Like, I got when I get back to Berkeley. Woo, that's where I'm going. Mm. See, yeah. I'm finding though that you're really not, but just by listening yeah. to you and lately, mm-hmm. you're not really a seafood person, shellfish person. I am shellfish. You're, don't don't be. Yeah, ooh. you are shellfish, but you're not a cell. No, no let's let's clarify. I already made this before. I, right. I've already I've already aired my shame. Right. Okay. Right. So what I'm so, so I think anybody that loves yeah. shellfish would probably oh no no, no love, if you like, love the chart house if you love uh what's that spot uh gladstones in yeah, la yeah, yeah. if you love those type of places this is one of those yeah 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 so. because you're you like the raw stuff you like sushi you like oysters yeah but don't give you a you know uh, yeah okay it's a, a crab, very good point it's a very shrimp. good point not, yeah, yeah, don't give me something covered in your vision, your sauce and wine not sauce and butter. The and, shellfish yeah. is not you. Mm, I love thing. I love lobster. I love it. I love if I could eat it uh, every day, I would. No, I love you lobster. wouldn't. I do. I just don't buy it because it's so expensive. Yeah, I, I mean, don't even think you like it that much. I do. A, a lobster tail, love it. Hmm. Yeah, okay. but you know what? High cholesterol, lots of butter, not yeah, good for yeah. a fat guy. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna eat butter. I'm gonna eat bread. I'm gonna. Uh, it's, I'm gonna drink lots of wine. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and, but, you know, look and let's check that again though. Years ago, years and years ago, we used to go to Newport, Puerto Nuevo in uh, Mexi- in Tijuana, or just, just uh, what is it, in South of Rosarito? Yeah. And that is that grilled lobster tail that they used to have there, they maybe still do, Yeah. but it may it cost did. $100,000. No, it doesn't. I remember when we, we used to go, though, and this was back in uh, 2003, huh? 2002, 
we used to go over there and they would be literally standing at the at the border with a little piece of paper that said 895 come to el patio <laughs> in in newport right and um that that place uh el patio in puerto nuevo oh, we had some great times there great times great times yes. great margaritas beautiful patio Okay, right on the water. Views were spectacular. The bright colored umbrellas. The, yeah. The uh, the gr- was great. The grilled lobster tails, the fresh pinto beans, the all fresh the rice. Everything yeah. was like all you. Can uh, I don't know about that, but it was. I swear to God, it was. Uh, well, they used to bring you. I, it just didn't seem like they were pouncing on you for every cent. You know, you say, "Hey, let me have a, a bowl of guacamole." They would bring it. It'd be like three dollars. You know, you have a beard, it's two bucks. You have a, it's you could walk out of there spending forty dollars and be rolling out on a you know on your belly. You know, they could just push you out totally. of there. Yeah. They could purge you out of there like a bullet, you know? The margaritas, um, it was all you can drink margaritas. Just something I don't like know, that. No. It was like this no, no, no. ridiculous. No, no, you just thought that. That's why you kept them coming. No. Yeah, your arm was no, like, I my paid sister. Like $12 and I was like, I ate everything and drank. No, 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 it wasn't $12. It was It was all you could eat, like, um, not the lobster, right? Like, you'd get your lobster, mm. but you would get everything else the beans and the rice if you wanted more they kept them coming and if you wanted a, a margarita it okay. was coming i don't know i don't remember all that the lobster that was not like you're not yeah. gonna get a okay. kind of lobster anyways that was if you want to talk about seafood look we went to our friend's house uh years ago same time half moon bay walked on a boat got half a dozen eight ten twelve crabs took them home made lobster bisque i love that mm-hmm but if you say to me, hey, give me a, a bowl of, of mussels, nah, it's okay. Yeah, you're not. Give me, wait, wait, on the other hand, though, stand me in front of a friend's uh, oyster bar. <laughs> I went to a party, uh, I don't know, 2001, I think 2002. You it to yeah, I sure did. Yeah. But it was such a good story, I have to remember it again. <laughs> um, they got invited to this party, the last party we went to have his, you know. Um, they had a beautiful setting, lots of, I think, had music and drinks and cool people and, you know, San Diego elite there. And uh, I was there parked in front of the oyster bar, watching them shuck the, shuck the, the oysters. And uh, they would just basically shuck it and hand it to me. Shuck yeah, it and were, hand it to me. Like you said, yeah. parked there. Oh, yeah, you, parked. I, yeah, no, I walk away, yeah. come back, and, and there you are. And then when I, when I left the, the bar, you heard beep, 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 right? And then you, you were like, uh-oh. Jack's moving. Okay, so, and then you come back and I'd just be sitting there again, you know. The guy, they had like seven or eight different sauces, right? And then they had these guys shucking them. And the, the moment he'd set it down, he'd shuck it and set it down on the ice, I'd pick it up. Or I'd just say, here, hand it over. You know, it right? So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we didn't get invited back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So in, in that way, there are certain things that I do like. I guess I, I'm not a big fan of... um I don't need it. Is it? I'm a fan. I love lobster. I'll eat a big crab. Love that. Um, love oysters. I love the salmon and uh, many different kinds of fish. Yeah, you like lots of fish, especially if it's raw. No, like raw too. That's sushi. It's a different thing. Well, that's I'm what saying. I think you like. But no, what? Possibly, possibly. You know what it is? If I'm honest. I don't think I, I'm a big fan of going to these kind of restaurants. I'm just, it doesn't, I think the, the, I think the, the air of it is like, you know, we're going to this, you know, we're going to the, oh, we're going to the chart house, you know, and we're going to go spend all of our money. You know, I'm not a big fan of that. Mm. You know, if you say, hey, let's go to a crab. I used to, my, when I was a kid, um, my uncle Mel 
was a uh, you know he's one of those those bon vivant kinds you know with the fancy jewelry and the and the expensive cowboy boots and you know he was this big you know Native American guy with a beard and you know, had, missing all of his front teeth and had this giant cowboy hat everything everything he had was expensive you know uh, gaudy a little bit but everywhere he'd go you know hey there's Mel you know and he had two dogs hanging out the windows of the truck you know driving down this van he had this van. Okay, he had this van, uh, like a, he bought it brand new, one of those panel vans, you know, a box van, where it's small in the front and big box in the back. Well, he painted it, he had somebody paint it midnight blue, the whole thing, okay? And he had, uh, at the time, mag wheels put on, and then inside he had a wet bar put in, right? And a TV, and this is the 70s. This is long before people were doing it regularly. Mm-hmm. And um, had a cell phone, that was like a ship to shore, Jammies, it was very expensive to use. Had a big old uh, plane-shaped kind of antenna on the roof with an air conditioner built on top. And then he had he went to a friend of his who was an artist, right? And they they did a, um, a, a ocean, a beach mural. Like, like if you look down at a cove, like a, like a cove down in, on the, uh, the coast of California, they would have, he had this hand-painted mural on both sides. Of the same picture, right? And this, and he was just this bigger than life guy. Well, he used to take me to this place in Malibu, little shack. I'm sure it's still there, a little shack where they served all the seafood that we're talking about, all of that. And that I loved. I loved going to the shack. You had to park across the street on the coast and walk across uh, PCH to get to this shack, and I loved it. But if you say, "Hey, let's go to Gladstones and sit," you know, wait. You know that wait that you do out in front of the door? That was long waiting uh, yeah, yeah. benches. Mm-hmm. And the families are going, oh, God, is it almost time? <laughs> and then, you know, then you have reservations 45 minutes in, you know, later and you're all dressed up in your shirts. That's what it is. It's the it's the minutiae in the past. But you just said you wanted to have, you wanted that. No, I, I understand. I, I'll take it back. <laughs> because I think I, I spent a lot of years as a child doing that because we had six or seven or 10 or 15, whatever people go to these places. And then inevitably I was the little kid in the, the shirt with the collar was too tight mm-hmm. and I was sitting there sweating and going, <laughs> are we ready? Are we ready? Is it, is it almost time? Is it almost time? And then we'd get in there and, and you know, it wasn't, it wasn't worth the wait for me. It wasn't like I, I went in there and go, oh gosh, I'm so glad we waited the hour and 15 minutes or whatever and had to shuffle into the booth. You know, you know yeah, that you know you do that the side shuffle, uh-huh. and then you get in there, and there's and you're like, would you move over, please? You know, you're, you're, you're sitting on my leg, move over, please. And they're like, oh, come on, and you get your elbows, and you're doing the elbow jammy. Yeah. Your elbow people like to the left and the right, move over. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the minutia part I didn't like about it. Hmm. Well, we just revealed something about me today. See? <sighs> yeah. Okay. So back to uh, sk- skates on the bay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. If you want that uh, big uh, fish house experience, you know, where you're, uh, you can hold your pinky up when you drink your champagne, you know, and you can, on a pretty day, you could see, you know, the whole bay in its glory. That would be nice. Unfortunately, it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. But conversations were good, lively, you know. Um, I found out something about my buddy's aunt that made me rethink having a restaurant, Right. Mm-hmm. Because I have uh, worked in them, and after that experience, I said, Mm-mm, "Not for me," you know. But you know what? I heard a story. You want to hear it? Sure. It's kind of sad. Oh, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. 
So we're talking, and uh, they're telling me about this experience. I'd, I'd heard that her husband recently passed away. Felt bad, you know, sorry. I, I met the guy. He's a nice guy. He had a beautiful uh, car collection. Loved, you know, uh, stuff that I like. We had we were talking about that when we were there. And then um, he had a beautiful home. Very beautiful. Piano and... Oh, know, I remember their home. Uh, yeah, you know, really nice. Yeah, on really. On a cliff. Yeah, on a cliff in this little valley and all the pine trees. And they had this uh, porch patio that faced this little valley and you could... I don't know. It was just a great little place. Yeah, I remember. And um, had a beautiful Thanksgiving there one time, you know. And so, nice people. So, I'm hearing this story about, you know, the fact that he passed away and they had... Right before he'd gotten sick... Um, they had made a reservation to someplace. And we look it up for me. It's a Restoration Hardware's restaurant uh, in Napa. Because apparently they have a, um, uh, they've taken all the stuff they do at Restoration Hardware. Let's see, what is it? R-N-H, Restoration Hardware. It's got to be R-H-N or R-N-H in uh, Napa. Because I'd said, I, we were discussing the fact that the reason why I was leaving early uh, was because I didn't get to go to San Fran and I didn't make it up to Napa and because of the fires and because of the COVID and whatever. Did you find it? Yeah. R.H. Yountville Restaurant. Mm. So they had made a reservation at this place. How's it look there? It look pretty swanky? It's got to be. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty. Yeah. So they made a reservation. They were really looking yeah. forward to going. Nice. And uh, supposedly it was going to be an experience. Right. So, you know, I'd, I'd had some experience in the restaurant. I was like, you know, it's really kind of a, it's a rough business. You know, it's a rough business. You, you have to be, you have to be a pretty, you know, you have to be pretty ballsy to be able to have one because, you know, taste change. Uh, you got to get it. You got to get the food right. You got to get the staffing correct. You know, you got to do all these things. You got to pay the rent. You got all this stuff has to happen. You want to do a build out. I just think you got to be durable to be able to do it. And that's why, you know what, speaking of which, that's why I, I kind of admire the people that I met yesterday from Elote, uh, these, you know, these young guys, mm-hmm. oh, well, actually Marie and um, Genaro from Elote. I admire them. They're young and they are um, motivated and they're looking for uh, kind of the stuff that I, the, the vision that I like, you know, that idea of creating art, you know, they're, in, they're interested in creating, uh, keeping the quality high you know not sacrificing anything you know uh, and i was like wow <laughs> good luck man really because you know stuff changes uh, people change uh taste change you know and you and i wow so i admire that right so when i heard I, my vision up to now had been kind of like you know i don't know if i want to do that people have suggested in the past hey you should do this and i'm like mm, ah that's a big undertaking you know so I'd kind of been four square against it up to, up to this conversation. So she tells me the story about how she was going to have this dinner with her late husband. And I was, uh, I was like, you know, okay, I'm starting. I, I was like, okay, yeah. And then she tells me that he passes away before they had made a reservation in advance. And then they were going to go and then he passes away. So the reservation had to get canceled. Right. So, Obviously, everybody is kind of reeling from it, and I'm kind of processing this too because I remember the guy; he was very nice. And um, then she tells me, "Well, okay, so they made a reservation again. The daughter was going to take her, go over there. They were all going to have the celebration." And I was like, "That's really cool, you know. That's really cool that that you know you're going to kind of fulfill that need there." So then I hear a story 
about how they get to the restaurant and um, they're sitting there having their good time, whatever. And a glass of champagne arrives at the table, just out of the blue. And it was, and it was like, I'm, I'm not knowing that maybe it's someone had arranged it or whatever, but in other, other case, she tells me that her favorite drink is champagne. And that's what would have happened had she'd gone with her husband. Mm-hmm. And um, it really started to choke me up, you know, like start thinking about, <clears throat> start thinking about, you know, the, how that all transpired and, you know, uh, what it meant, you know, to kind of fulfill that. And it also started making me feel like, you know, that's the, <clears throat> the memories that you make in life. Some of the best memories I've ever had with you, especially, have been in a place like this. You know, having a scenario where, you know, you have this uh, beautiful light from the place, you have nice seating, you have good service, you have great food. And um, I just thought, you know, how cool that is, mm-hmm. you know, I, <clears throat> you know, to be able to, to, to provide a place, you, you know, you provide a vision, you create something beautiful and people enjoy it. And then they build their memories there with you. So it started me rethinking that. You know, especially the the story about how they'd gone to this uh, skates on the bay in its in its you know previous iteration, and then they had this opportunity to go to this uh, restoration hardware place. <sighs> yeah, I'm starting to rethink it a little bit, but um, yeah, it's still a big job. Still a big job. You know, it's a you you're, you're working all hours of the day, and a lot of responsibility. You know, a lot of you know a lot of uh, liability. And so that, that's always a little bit scary to me, you know, mm-hmm. anyways. So that story did change my mind a little bit. I'll be honest with you. It didn't turn my head a little bit. So hmm. we'll see. Uh, so we end up having a good little, uh, little brunch. We say goodbye. I head off and I leave to come home. Right. And I said, my, the big destination that I missed on the way up to all of this having gone through all those cities, the one p- place that I wanted to go that I missed on the way up was Big Sur. Now we'd been, we'd been to Big Sur. I'd been to Big Sur once, one other time yeah. when I went up uh, with a friend of mine, went to visit my old friend up mm-hmm. there. And we took the, my buddy Adelbert and I rode our motorcycles all the way from uh, LA to, um, to where was it? To Oakland, right? All up one. Yeah. And we stopped, we didn't stop in, the, I didn't do any of the stuff I did this time. We just kind of cruised up, but, mm-hmm. but I, I did stop in Big Sur. Speaking of which, maybe Adele will, will want me to tell this story, but uh, it was, we had a funny story when we went up the first time. Uh, we, we, uh, my buddy Adele, he hadn't, he hadn't had a motorcycle before. Got a brand new Harley now, mm-hmm. but he, he didn't have a motorcycle at the time. And when I, uh, I had a Roadstar, 2001 Roadstar Yamaha. Like, like a, they call it a metric Harley. You know, it's a, it's a uh, Asian, um, Harley style motorcycle. Yeah. It was built in 2001. Yeah, it was nice. And uh, it, it was just, you know, it was, it was, everybody called it the fake Harley at the time. So I had it, enjoyed the heck out of it, never had any problems with it, always ran fine, um, never got hurt on it. It was great. So I am about 2000, I guess three or four, I was, I wanted to get a different motorcycle. And so my buddy showed interest in it. And he said, I said, you want to buy it? He said, yep. He took it. And, and when I remember when it left the house, he drove away on it. I had a little tear. <laughs> Only had it for a couple of years, but I did put on about 18,000 miles on it in that short time. I was out on it every weekend, right? So I ended up um, selling it and then buying another motorcycle. It was a touring bike, you know, the automated uh, windscreen and the hard cases and all this jammy jam. 
And it was just a di- complete, the 180 from the bike I had before. I mean, the, the uh, Roadstar is this big uh, chopper looking thing uh, with a big tank and big wide bars and, and no, no protection. And the bark bike that I got had, you know, uh, uh, auto, you know, automatic windscreen that goes up and down, so you protect it from the wind. And it had all this. I mean, I used a little compartment on the side as a cup holder for I put my Starbucks in there. I mean, it was just a great, smooth, low gravity bike. You could just go around beautiful turns. And so, anyways, we took up this trip, and we're headed up the one. And my buddy, we get to Big Sur. We had to stop for gas. And uh, so we go into this gas station. It's got this long ramp that goes up to this high elevation uh, gas station above above the road. So we get up there. And being that my buddy had bought my old bike, I knew my bike. And it had no problems or anything. So we get the gas. We come down. The, I come down the ramp. And I decide I'm just going to run up the street a little bit. I'm going to wait for him up, uh, along the road ahead. So I zip out across the road. And I go down the road waiting. Well, five minutes later. 10 minutes later, I'm trying to call him on the phone. I'm going, what's, what's up? Wrong? Yeah, well, are you all right? So I, I, so I double back and I go back to where the gas station ramp was because the, the, uh, the uh, gas station was up high and had this long swinging ramp that came to the road. And the road's a two-lane highway. So, you know, traffic, if you catch it wrong, you could, you know, you could be in trouble. So I, I'm like, now I'm starting to worry, but I don't see him anywhere. I don't, I'm looking in the bushes. I'm looking down. I'm looking on the side of the road for uh, you know accident. I'm looking for anything. So I get back over there and I come to the bottom of the ramp. And um, what, who do I, bless you? Who do I see there? Um, the ramp kind of comes down. It kind of comes down like a C shape, like a curve, mm-hmm. and it comes down and it ends up on the road. So what I see, <laughs> what I see is my buddy Adelbert. Um, Standing in, he's off the bike. He's standing in front of the bike, and he's he's pushing it from the bars, pushing it up, trying to push it up the hill, back up on the ramp. Because when he came down through the turn, he didn't make the turn, and he went off into the into the grass, oh off the the road there, off the ramp. It wasn't on the road near the where the cars are. Oh. It was just off the ramp, which is you know safe. Mm-hmm. But so when I when I come by, I'll, my I should have taken a picture. I don't think if we had cameras back then on phones, right? Of course you did. No, no. This is 2000 and, um, hmm, 2003, 2002, long before the iPhone. This is, yeah, yeah this is probably when I had a, uh, uh, what is it, a Palm or one of those, uh, one of, I had a different phone. No, no, and the phones were not good. The cameras were not good either. <laughs> Besides, so, I don't think he would want you taking that Definitely picture. not. Definitely not. But I wish I'd had that picture now, though. Proof, you know. So he's over there. He's standing there. And on you're the f- outing him now. He's probably going to yeah. page you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Anyways, so he's standing on the bar. He's, he's pushing, trying to push the bike back onto the ramp, right? Luckily, he was not hurt. Luckily, everything was fine. He was able to push it. But then I get there, and I'm like, you all right, dude? And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't make the turn. Okay, great. Then let's try to get back, beat you back on the road. So <laughs> I get over there, and I'm like, I, I think you're still in gear. So... <laughs> so we put it in neutral and we, cause I think he just got a little, you know, a little bit jammed, Nervous, yeah. you know, and he was like, Oh my God. You know, and he wasn't thinking or whatever. And so he still had it in gear. We put it in neutral. We both of us push it back onto the ramp, but we ended up having a great trip. But, um, it was just, you should have seen the, you should have seen what I saw. You should have seen the picture because I come over there. Luckily I was going, Oh, you're safe. Thank goodness. But then I see him pushing, trying to push this 800 pound bike out of this little ditch onto the ramp. I'm like, Wild dude, gear. huh? Well, yeah. Wow. But, you know, I mean, it was hard. I think it would have been hard. 
uh, to push it if it if it was in neutral from where he was. Oh, well, because it's so heavy. because it was so heavy, yeah. right? And the angle and in the, the grass and so to to be pushing it in gear on the grass in a ditch out by yourself. And I was like, dude, I was trying to call you, but you know, reception's bad. Anyways, that's my funny story. it was funny to me it's funny to me you know so um i'd been through big sur i'd heard about how great it is how beautiful it is and i wanted to go back right and so i i went over there and and it was late in the afternoon and i come through uh big sur and i go to the big sur uh, lodge right it's one of the more established looking places well lit you know and i find that they have a restaurant and i'm kind of hungry this must be about noon or one o'clock so I go in there, I'm on my Sauvignon Blanc kick, right? Order myself a Sauvignon Blanc. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm kind of getting the vibe of this nice. They have a beautiful outdoor patio. Um, they have a, like a, a ice cream shop inside there. They've got all these beautiful pine trees, big open parking lot. Um, they have a little sh- shop where you can buy sodas and whatever else, you know, chips and whatever for the road. And there's families coming in and out of there. And I find my way to the restaurant in the back there on this patio. They have a little bar with wine and beer. I order myself my Sauvignon Blanc. And I and it's not very busy. It's kind of busy on the patio, noisy a little bit. There's cars passing, whatever. And then I decide I'm going to go inside the dining room. So I go in the dining room by myself in this kind of glass fish bowl. And um, I end up ordering the, they had this, um, I don't know if it was an appetizer. It was an appetizer. Pork belly. Everyone's got pork belly. But a pork belly on a little bed of coleslaw. It's pretty good. You know, but pork belly, pork belly. I love pork belly. So, I mean, you could have, you probably could have screwed it up. I still would have enjoyed it. It was just, you know, it was just, it was just okay, right? So then I leave there, chat everybody up, pass out some shirts. I'm on the road again, and I'm and I'm and now it's getting foggy. It's getting a little dark. I'm like, okay, I got to find a room. So I go and ask the front desk of the, uh, of the um, what's it called? Of the Big Sur Lodge, four hundred dollars for a night. Well, like, oh, can't okay, do it. Not bad because I mean, I mean, it's bad, but uh, no. Well, I'm, I'm just, saying yeah. I've seen it as high as sure. eight. I just didn't want to stay that bad. Yeah. Right. I just wanted. To, I was. I was kind of like, let me just try to get home. Yeah. So I got on the road and I'm just about to leave Big Sur. I'm checking out all the vistas. The vistas are right at this time of the day. It was probably at about four thirty now. Okay, sun's going down. It's the sun is coming down below the cloud cover, so you're getting you're able to see some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And in a little brief window, I saw oh these beautiful coves. I was just like wow. And then there's you know it was starting to fog was starting to roll in, and I'm just about to leave and head my my major trek back to LA or try and find a room in Pismo or Moro. Just basically rewind what I had done the other day. And I see this sign that says Nepenthe. Would you look this up? Nepenthe or Nepenthe? Okay. And um, I I'm, I go, what is this? So I see that they have a coffee house in the parking lot. It's a big open parking lot. I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know if I'm going to be going to a, uh, a uh, spa sauna thing or if I'm going to a restaurant. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I didn't, the, the reception, I couldn't get reception on the phone. So pretty. I, I couldn't look it up, uh, but so I took a chance, right? So I walk, there was a long little stairways going up to the coffee house, and you can make your way around these little little pathways up to this top level, which is probably, you know, hmm, 40 feet above, maybe, 50, 
feet above on this hillside, and you have to take these little uh, con- these stone pathways with rails to get up to this place. So it's getting kind of dark now, and uh, I don't. Again, I'm just kind of checking things out, but I in, in my mind I'm I got to get on the road. You know, every moment that I wait here now is is putting me in you know danger of not getting a room or not getting uh, to be able to get to where I need to go. I'm a long run to go. So I quickly get up the stairs and I come to the top of the of the deck and I I found where I should have gone to dinner. I found where I should have had lunch. Mm-hmm. It is like something I've never I can't even know how to describe it to you. Okay. You it's you walk up the top of the steps and there are there's this broad open patio, all tiled with like red tile. And on the right side, there are these bleachers, kind of like a bleacher setup. Big wide concrete level steps on the right with pillows on this long bench sets of benches right and um, you could get a pillow and relax directly across on the patio is a fire pit that's going they're burning i think they're burning wood and then you and the in the distance beyond all this there is a restaurant and it's the most cool thing you could think. I mean, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's gorgeous. It has this cool-looking roof line. It's got these big beams that you, when you, before you enter into the restaurant, it's very rustic-looking. Yeah. looks like it's been there. A Look, big, giant log it, cabin, in with, cabin with a bit of a flare. It, it, to me, it looks like it was born there. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even seem like someone made it. it like, it just... You know, it seemed like you know, Superman's... Uh, when Superman put that stone, that crystal... Into the ground, and then this 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 uh, snow structure came up like that. That's what it seems like to me. It looks a little jagged, like the roof line's kind of at an angle with this weird spire, and um, it just so or- it looks organic. It looks like it was like I said, it looked like it was born there, mm-hmm. right? So you get inside, and it's equally cool. All dark wood, uh, red lights everywhere here and there. Light, you know, ambient light underneath the 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 bar. It's got this round little bar on the side. It's jammed with people. Um, the bar back behind the bar back is like kind of organic looking wood stone. Sorry, no, I haven't, even, I haven't even got to that part. I'm about to mention that. No, I was gonna. I'm just showing you the picture. Right, right. Have yeah, and then I guess on sunny days they have these uh, the big umbrellas, the multicolored umbrellas. That's cool. Oh my God! You know, it looks like you know, it reminds me of this. Yes, re- sun, to me it reminds it, me of Sundance. Yeah, it reminds you of Sundance. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at yeah. it. Right oh my God, this could be Sundance. Sure. Yeah, and then it's okay. So you get inside. I got inside there, and I roll up and start talking to the bartender, and he says, "You know what?" I said, "Do you have my Talisker?" And yep, they sure do. <laughs> Wonderful. But I was thinking, God, this is where I should have came. Yeah, I should have came here. Okay. I could have stayed here for another hour and a half. You know. I'm gonna go. It's a long drive, but we're going to... It is. It is. So I got my Talisker, talked to the guy, asked a bunch of questions about it because I, I wanted to hear the backstory on this. Still don't know it. He kind of just said there's a couple that built this you know, in the 70s and... God, I want to go back so bad, you know? Mm-hmm. And the food looked good. Everybody seemed ecstatic to be there. And the fire pit looked great. Um... On the back side, they have okay. So it's kind of on a on a on a little bit of a I don't know what you call it. The patio, the restaurant sits on a hillside, right? Yeah. So what they did is they built these uh, little pathways on the outside of the of the restaurant down below, and so you can walk out there like an observation deck. Mm-hmm. You can go around the bottom of because the, the restaurant's up high, 
and then you kind of take this little ramp that takes you down below, and you can see all along the side there, you can view what must be an amazing view. Yeah. A cove. Got to hope that there's... Yeah, it's got to be clear. Yeah. But the drop is sheer. It goes right down. It's cliffs. Yeah. And it just looks like it was... Like I didn't... I mean, like they just arrived there, and it was already there. They just started a business. You know what I mean? It wasn't even... It didn't even seem like it was uh, built, (laughs) you know? And I'm just saying, you know, I'm just the whole time going, God, this is so cool. You know, I'd love to hang out here, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I just wish it was clear. I wish my wife was here. You know, I wish we were hanging. I wish we didn't have to drive so far, you know, stay in a nice place nearby, you know, uh, get uh, just walk to the to the hotel or something. Oh, I got some info on it. Okay, go ahead. It says Nepenthe stands on the site of the log house, Big Sur, 808 feet above sea level which was built by the Old Trails Club in 1925. Wow. In 1947, Lolly and Bill Fassett took over the property and moved in with their five children. Out of the feeling that the site and its magnificent vistas were too vast, too wonderful to keep to themselves, no individual can own it. It belongs to everyone, said Lolly. Wow. That is so cool. That is a great story. There's more. There's more to it. So... um, so it grew the idea of Nepenthe, an isle of no care. I guess that's what it means. Mm-hmm. They sought out Rowan Maiden, an architectural student of Frank Lloyd Wright, to design this timeless structure. Native materials like redwood and adobe were used so that the building became one with the landscape and the earth it stands on. Nepenthe is a word derived from the Greek meaning no sorrow. It is also known as the mythical Egyptian drug that the wife of Thon- Thonis... Is that how you say it? I don't know. King of Egypt gave to Helen, daughter of Jove, to induce forgetfulness and <clears throat> secrete from sorrow. <clears throat> the word has been used in literature throughout history. Homer mentioned it in the Odyssey and in the Raven, Poe said. That sounds like marijuana. I'm sorry to tell you. You can call it what you want, but that's marijuana. <laughs> the, the phoenix was chosen as the standard of our Nepenthe. Because of its particular significance, according to legend, the bird with its wings of gold and jeweled plumage, plumage returned from Arabia to the temple of Heliop- what? Heliopolis? Heliopolis every 500 years to burn itself on the altar and arise from its own ashes more magnificent than ever, a symbol of immortality. Yeah, and I saw that they have that. They have a big, big uh, huge. Yeah, they have a statue, uh-huh. I guess, of what that is the, at the yeah, entry. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's lit red, mm-hmm. with red lights on it, mm-hmm. and it's like it's in a little a fountain or something right there. Yeah, yeah. I want to go so bad. All right, we'll so go. bad. Yeah, two weeks. It's. I want to sit there and eat dinner. I want to have a couple cocktails. I want to walk around and see. Oh, 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 we have to get through it. Hope for good weather, man. I want to sit on the patio right there on those little chairs and we sit by the fire pit. Come on, come on. And it's and the air is so beautiful. Clear, smells of pine. It's 58 degrees right now yeah, over there. Yeah. I just checked their weather. You better put your park on, baby. Got it. Let's do it. <laughs> I want that so bad. I don't know where we're going to stay, though. I do not. I ha- We have to stay at Big Sur, unfortunately. We have to stay in Big Sur because if we don't. There's really very few places. Yeah. Yeah. Very few. And places, I don't doubt so it. It's yeah, very it's, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, I hung around as long as I could. And uh, just kind of took it all in. I was just amazed by the place. You know, it's my, it's absolutely my kind of place. You know, the people were nice. 
the places. I, I just feel like I could sit there for hours and just enjoy myself. I'm sure you could. Um, that view? A yeah. good meal. As long as you can see that view. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be cheap? No. No, no. It's not going to be probably very expensive. But I think it's going to be worth every dollar. Yeah. You know, if it isn't, I'll, be, I'll have something to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I walked around, uh, went down little pathways, walked up around the uh, little path of uh, the walkways to the car, uh, just took in the, the night air. They had uh, lights along the little pathways and things. I, I was thinking, God, there's got to be some uh, wildlife here. There's got to be, you know, something around here. I, I was kind of getting into my mind. I guess I was starting to. What if there's know, a bear? Something. <laughs> I just don't think that, you know, they don't. They don't go. Oh, that's that's Nepente. We shouldn't go over there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that works. And then, cause see, again, the coffee house would have been nice to have open there too. Mm. Well, okay. So uh, I just ended up getting on the road, and uh, was gonna find a room somewhere, and it just didn't pan out. Just didn't pan out. You know, I, I think I ended up going, if, if I landed back in Pismo and I was just going to see if I can find a room, but it was like so expensive. It was a weekend. That's what it was. It was a Saturday night. And that, that room rate went from like 150 or something to, I think when I went in there, in you know, Monterey, I think I paid 100 and, 150. Mm-hmm. And then when I tried it on on Saturday night, it was like $380. Yes, it went up significantly. Yeah. And, and, and trust me, I tried to sleep in my car. I just pulled over somewhere and tried to sleep in the... Like, Hell no. No, no, no. That's okay. You ended up back in LA. Yeah. And that was... Oh, trust me. But the trip, though, it was it was rough. It <laughs> was rough. Yeah. Because I think I, did I drive all night. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I drove... I ended up in LA, what? I don't know. Six o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. And I was guzzling coffee and opening the windows, trying to stay awake. And, and it was just... <laughs> mile after mile you know and another thing too when you come outside of a big sur those windy roads the fog the and it's just yeah. switchbacks back and forth all you see is your headlights switching back and forth yeah. and the uh the fog is it is right there i and it was you know a little spooky too if i'm honest well, you know you, you see, can't see you see the you see the the turnouts Mm-hmm. And there are people there. That's my fear. Yeah, I'm always. I'm, I told you that I have always had that fear. That I'm going to die going off of a cliff. Well, that wasn't. No, I was thinking if I pull over on one of these uh, the little turnouts here, and there's three or four other cars there. You know, I don't like that vibe. It just doesn't. It doesn't make me feel good. So, anyways, I ended up getting back to LA. I stopped in and saw you guys in the morning before I made another two and a half hour ride home, and uh, just kind of rested up a little bit. And uh, you know, that's it. It was a great trip. It was fantastic. I'll do it again in a heartbeat. So many cool things to see. Yeah. And but I'll tell you right now that Nepente or Nepente is going to be my biggest destination. I'm going there. I'm going to spend the whole afternoon. I'm going to I'm going to get there at 2. I'm going to leave at 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just okay. yeah, I'm going to do it. So, anyways, uh hope you liked the story. Uh I loved it. I loved every second of it. Uh, except for the driving. Some of the driving was a bummer. Yeah. But, but uh, it was so worth it. I'll do it again. And uh, we'll be doing it again. So stay tuned for some more Tripping with Zesty. Uh, anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, go follow us on Instagram or whatever. Uh, the All those things, we need your help. And um, be nice to each other. We'll talk to you soon.